The next one we talked about was um, looking at these, we've kind of touched on it here with these periods of sensitivity. Again, uh, this question, you know, it was asked somewhat rhetorically, but also, you don't, you know, the, the, the research has been done and uh, the amount of reading Maya has done on the stage of development, both, you know, zero to five, six to 10, and all the way up through adolescence. I, I thought if there was anybody who would answer that question in a way that was useful, it would be her. And uh, she certainly did that. Yeah. And she, her, she ultimately comes back to education being so important and including it in, you know, including some of this content or some of this discussion that we're having in, in schools and uh, doing things to, you know, build, build empathy and build understanding of our peers and build understanding of our own, how our own brain works a bit and, mm -hmm. and knowing what our personality is and that the, the ultimate benefit, the only benefit she kind of said there of, of a label is that it can help us understand ourselves. Um, right. I really like that. And I, I think we know that we know that labeling can be harmful and that labeling only leads to, to sort of pigeonholing or to exclusion or, or worse. Mm -hmm. um, but it, when it shines a light on ourselves, it can be, it can be helpful. I think it has been helpful for me. Yeah. And it, I think when we're looking at these and how the situation is, is classically approached, it's usually a, a diagnosis is made by a you know, child psychologist or psychiatrist. And the diagnosis is largely made to be geared towards the parent. So you're, you're providing the parent with information about their child so that that parent can, uh, you know, the idea is that so they have some information that they can use to take better care of the child because now they have this whatever condition. But children aren't stupid and they, they're very sensitive to emotional cues. And if, if the child is not included in the discussion about what's going on, I mean, think of the impact of being labeled something like autistic or, or uh, they tell them they have Asperger's or something like that. And you're like, well, what the hell does this mean? You know, am I different? Am I different? Am I bad? You know, am I not a, a valuable person? How that could set a, a child up for all sorts of, just behavioral issues or self-esteem issues because they've, they've got this kind of mystery tag hanging over their head and they don't know what it means. So the idea of, of introducing psychology extremely early, you know, and I think this could be done really well because it's psychology is not a field where you have to work very hard to make it interesting. In my opinion, it's uh, there's a lot of, uh, ways that humans act that, you know, they're, they're, they're counterintuitive and, and providing kids with the opportunity to kind of get their heads wrapped around the fact that there's a range of behaviors that, you know, maybe Susie's acting this way because her experience was different than Bobby's, whatever. Being able to get that idea in early, I think, could have astounding benefits later on. Yeah. I mean, imagine by the time you reach, uh, you get out of high school and, you know, you're up to, uh, but to even, even get out of high school with the, the equivalent of psych one, which I, that would serve you in so many other ways as well. It would protect you versus, uh, 
you know, crooked salespeople and you'd, you'd be better uh, prepared to have some defense against marketing and, and you'd understand people. And there's many, many benefits to it. But uh, understanding that we're all on a spectrum of some sort and that things are not black and white, I, that's probably uh, the most valuable part of it all. Yeah. And we, she touched briefly on bullying and, and how this is also kind of a, a curative thing for bullying, you know, teaching, having the discussion about our personalities and about the, what that spectrum actually is and how different things land differently for different people to me would be so much more valuable to remedying the bullying situation. I personally struggle to believe that we will eliminate bullying from our world or from our school systems, because I think there's, it, it, it just seems un, unimaginable to me, but I think, you know, at least here in, in our province, there's a, you know, one day uh, there's pink shirt day here, which, which is like an anti-bullying campaign. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, it, it, for me, it kind of feels like a bit of a, a, a pat on the head to say like, or let's end bullying. Well, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. And if it's not like a, a regular discussion about, about empathy and about learning about our personalities and learning how to navigate conflict and navigate stress and the stress that is also generated by school itself or by home itself. And if it doesn't include the fact that, that people who are bullies are probably really, really struggling themselves as a part of the conversation too. And I don't, I I don't know that it's not, to be honest with you, I haven't, I haven't sat in on an anti-bullying day in school, but I'm imagining based on what we know about sort of the school system that it's probably not doesn't go that deep. Well, I I think you can look at it as a symptom too, uh, just Mm -hmm. another symptom of our culture. And if you, if you were going to get serious about eliminating bullying, then you would have to do a lot better at, uh, you know, right from the initial family unit, we would really have to be supporting parents to make sure that, that their mental health is under control and that their environment is stable and that they have enough food on the table. And it would be a a huge task. Maybe we can get there one day. I, I hope that's the case. And, and similarly in, in our world of healthcare uh, and Sheldon Wilson, going back to that episode with Sheldon, he touches on that too, that nurses specifically can be really, really hard on other nurses. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen that where if, if someone is not coping with the stress of the environment and the stress of the job, they are ostracized and they are talked down to, and there's talk behind that person's back and they are oftentimes alienated. I have never seen a more toxic uh, work environment than uh, the rotation I did in a hospital. And there were a lot of there were people in there that I would have been happy to work with, but it was bizarre, the level of uh, just the level of gossip and the, the little niches and clicks. And I, it was, to me, it felt like it was almost an exaggerated version of uh, high school in that respect because it was more serious, you know? Yeah. And I think we've mentioned this maybe before, I might be wrong, but, one of the things we discussed was um, as an opportunity for to have peer support groups in elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I know we talked about how vul- being in a group like that, that you would, could be allowed to be vulnerable in. I imagine I had kids that I went to elementary school with 
their home life was like just a nightmare. Like I would go over there and I'd be like, I can't believe this kid's living this way. And no wonder this kid is acting out the way he is. Like, yeah, it just, it's no kid would be able to just to handle that environment without having some behavioral issues. Right. But there's probably nowhere for that child to go. The parents are out of it, literally out of it with their own mental health or addictions issues. And what does that, you know, if that child had an opportunity early to, to talk to another kid who was like, you know, Jesus, man, I, you know, I kind of get that. I'm from the same sort of thing and it sucks. And, you know, just to have that acknowledgement that there's another person, you're not the only one who's got crazy parents or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if that's asking too much on a maturity level to get a, a, a kid to, to do that. Even high school might be tough, you know, cause in high school, you got your, your shields up on max, but I don't know. I just, I wonder what that would do. Yeah. And what it would do in a, say a, on a nursing ward where the focus is not on the addictive behavior, but just on mental health maintenance and building trusting relationships and knowing that you can rely on each other and that you're not being talked about after the fact because you are vulnerable or because you are more sensitive or because you're struggling with the stress of the environment. Yeah. Yeah. That I think something could be implemented there. I think there's parts of that environment and the medical hierarchy is, is part of the problem. There's a few different issues that I think you'd have to tackle at the same time to try and try and tone that down there and make it so that everybody could focus on their job without having to worry about uh, how they're going to be received on Ward G5 because... Exactly. You know... 